by Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. And welcome to Riding Report. I'm Jeff Carter, and with me today we have MPP Graydon Smith, the Minister for Natural Resources and Forestry, and everything else. Welcome, Graydon. Great to be here, Jeff. I'm surprised you actually found the time to uh, come and speak to us uh, this week. You've been everywhere, man. Spring is here. It's kind of a rocking and rolling time. And the uh, calendar I keep in my phone, which I have all color coded, is is well lit up. <laughs> but uh, all in a good way. It's been uh, uh, really great to be in a lot of different places doing a lot of different things lately. Right. Well, let's start off with the announcements uh, that you've made locally. Uh, you were in Sundridge uh, helping to fund uh, the healthcare uh, uh, facility there. Yeah, so they've got a great medical center in Sundridge and through uh, Northern Ontario uh, Heritage Corp, uh, the province is making a significant investment in uh, expanding that. And so the work is done. Uh, it was an opportunity to go up and, and take a look at it just before it gets opened up and, and see what those investment dollars mean. And, and really what it means is a, a hugely expanded and improved medical facility in Sunridge for more practitioners, uh, you know, the opportunity to, to attract people uh, to the community, um, a really nice facility for patients themselves to be able to uh, use and, and access. And, uh, you know, from a, a, a retention standpoint, and we know that that's a consideration for medical professionals, a really nice space for them to work in uh, that has, you know, a kind of shared administration area and an office space for docs and nurse practitioners and, and uh, you know, maybe someday some kind of secondary and, and tertiary providers that, uh, you know, th- these are the facilities that, that make communities grow um, because when you have facilities like that, that's, that's where people want to be. Right. And, you know, people will be drawn into that area and it will service, I can guess, say, mid Almaguin Highlands. Yeah, it's going to service a, a broader area. Um, but I, I think everyone that, um, you know, know, knows the facility from before uh, and sees it today will say, wow, that's you mm-hmm. know an incredible change and, and one that's uh, really important and, and transformative for the area. So it was a real Real pleasure to be there uh, and, and making that announcement and uh, underlining the government's commitment to, to good health care and, and small communities in the riding. All right. Um, what other announcements have you made recently? You made one, I believe, yesterday or uh, on Thursday, rather. Um, you know, there's a really great one around parks uh, mm-hmm. that I'm incredibly excited about. Uh, it's through the Ministry of Environment, Conservation and Parks and, and Minister Piccini, uh, who knows this area well uh, and, and treasures this area as I do. Um, and when we talk about, uh, he and I talk about the, the parks in this area, um, you know, he gets, is very excited uh, about how the province uh, can can help make them better. And, and the way to do that uh, is through targeted investments. And so over 10 million dollars is going into to parks in the area. So Algonquin, there was a, an announcement last week uh, of around three million dollars for some improvements there. But um, very excited to say that uh, between Kilbear and, and Osler Provincial Parks, uh, over seven million dollars of improvements are coming. Um, and this is money that that 
people will see put to work uh, to make the, the camping experience better, to make the sites better, especially those folks that go year after year to, to these spots. And I know uh, Kilbear in particular gets uh, a lot of people that spend a lot of time there every year, uh, my, my brother and sister-in-law included. Um, you know, it, but it really underscores that we know how valuable uh, provincial park spaces are to people not only in the riding but all through the province and you know we there are more parks than that uh in this riding and and you know i'll keep uh, working to make sure that they get the attention they need as well but um you know the these investments for today um i think are, are really important for really important for really well used spaces um, whether it's people that go camping for in longer durations whether it's people that go there for day trips uh, whether it's you know someone's first time at a park um and you know really want to see what provincial parks are all about there there are three amazing examples and so uh, really really excited to to make that announcement all right um i was going to uh mention that uh, you've been to a couple of summits uh, in the past uh, week or so, and um, one was out east, and you were meeting with your federal counterparts, and there was a couple others that were more local. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so uh, as part of this busy schedule, uh, I've been away for a bit, and when I've been back, I've been really busy. So uh, on um, uh, the Monday of, of this week, and I'm sorry to your listeners, I'm not sure when this is airing, so I probably shouldn't reference specific dates. I'm getting the eye from Jeff, uh, but uh, um, the Phnom Conference happened in Perry Sound, and that's the Federation of Northern Ontario Municipalities. So it's a group of Northeast Ontario municipalities that get together every year and have a conference and talk about, uh, you know, shared issues, uh, hear from different ministers uh, about uh, issues uh, impacting Northeastern Ontario, uh, different service providers, and, and really uh, a great opportunity to network. And so I was very pleased to be able to go and speak at that, not only uh, in my ministerial role, but as the local MPP. It's a great event for our riding that uh, every few years this conference happens in Perry Sound and, you know, fills the community up with delegates from, from all over Northeast Ontario. So get to show off the community a little bit. Um, and then from there, uh, zipped down uh, the 400, hopped on a plane and, and went to New Brunswick for uh, two days of federal, provincial and territorial talks with my uh, counterparts in forestry uh, on the industry in Canada. How's it doing? You know, what can we do working together to make sure that sustainable forestry um, in Canada is is well known, um, not only in local markets, but in international markets. Uh, how can we work together to, you know, grow uh, our utilization of, of wood and, and wood products uh, in the country? How can we work with each other on, you know, fire safety matters? And we're seeing, you know, what's happening in Alberta right now, a tragic and terrible circumstance where we've got Ontario firefighters there uh, helping out and we have reciprocal agreements with one another. So, um, you know, a big agenda with the important things on it, uh, but a great opportunity to get together with my counterparts and discuss. All right. And just, um, I said on, on Friday, uh, your ministry released a water statement or water safety statement uh, saying that uh, in Muskoka and uh, the surrounding area that high water is still very much a threat. And, uh, you know, boaters uh, should take care because of, you know, debris in the water as well as uh, shoreline erosion. Can you sort of recap where the ministry thinks we are in this uh 
2023 for a shot. Yeah, so a water safety bulletin is uh, a good place to be based on where we were before, where we were in, in flood warnings uh, and then flood outlook, and now we're at water safety. So it means the circumstances aren't uh, ideal. Uh, it, you know, there's there's more water than there would normally be, um, but that water is continuing to work its way through the system. But it's really an advisory for people to understand that. And if they're near water, take precaution because of it. They're still, you know, faster than normal moving water on uh, rivers and streams. Uh, erosion may have occurred in an area where, t- you know, typically that hadn't been an issue before. So if you're on foot on a, you know, on a bank, you need to be careful. Um, and if you're, you know, in a watercraft, you need to know that things, you know, may have changed a little bit uh, and be careful. So we we put these communications out to make sure that people understand the the conditions of the watershed um, and a writ large um, and just take that extra level of precaution. But, you know, we're we're going in the right direction. We had this incredibly fast melt. We had a huge amount of rain for about a week. Uh, It all seems to have worked its way through the system. And now we're in a lovely part of spring where we're seeing buds in the trees and soon to be leaves and course soon to be bugs as well right. um, but the water's going down mm-hmm. uh, and and stabilizing and I think if we get another uh, week or two of relatively stable weather we'll be back to uh, a normal operating right and you know we we're focusing on Muskoka but um, seeing as you're the provincial minister of the MNRF is there any other I'm going to call um, hot spots with regard to uh, potential flooding in the province. Yeah, the Ottawa River's been a, a challenge this year, and some of the tributaries that flow into the Ottawa, um, uh, a similar circumstance in terms of, you know, that really warm temperature, uh, flushing a lot of water all at once, and, and then sustained rains. And we saw, you know, on the other side of the border in Quebec, some really tragic circumstances around flooding um, that um, are also tributaries of the Ottawa. But, you know, thankfully that didn't happen uh, in, in Ontario this year. There were areas that did flood and got to uh, you know some fairly high levels again nothing approaching 2019 um, but it did cause some uh, grief and distress for for some people in some areas and right now uh, up north uh, we see the ice breakup that occurs on the major rivers that uh, are, are empty into James Bay, so in Kashechewan and Fort Albany and and uh, Attawapiskat and some of the communities there there's been some voluntary uh, evacuations just as precaution and then that got stepped up to uh, a higher level of evacuation so we've got people in different cities throughout uh, uh, Ontario and are riding it out right now and uh, hopefully they can get back home soon. All right we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we'll uh, talk about uh, Phenom the conference in I believe Perry Sound that you attended. Your source for community, Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. And welcome back to the Riding Report. I'm Jeff Carter and with me, MPP Graydon Smith, the Minister of... Natural Resources and Forestry. There we go. And, you know, before we went to break, I mentioned the Phenom Conference when really it was a NOMA conference so i'm obviously getting confused with i'm gonna give you an acronym cheat sheet uh so you know what all this means um so noma is the 
uh, Northern Ontario Municipal Association, uh, also a group that I worked with back in my municipal days uh, with AMO. Um, but they are at the northwest side of the province. I'm not, hmm. Don't ask me exactly where the dividing and line AMO is. AMO means? <laughs> Association of Municipalities of Ontario. There we go. Um, you're getting a lot of uh, municipal uh, uh, education today, Jeff. Thank you. Um, anyways, uh, an opportunity for for that side of the the province to get together and of course ontario is a huge and vast geography um so a lot of people coming from uh, a long way to uh, talk for uh, a couple of days again on issues that are important to them and, of and that was in Perry sound this was in thunder bay in thunder bay yeah so phenom federation of Northern ontario municipalities was in Th- uh, Perry sound right. i went to thunder bay for this one with several other ministers and we have uh uh, a session where the you know the municipal folks can do a Q and A with us, and some of us uh, present. Um, so that that was uh, an excellent opportunity to to meet with many of the municipal officials up there. And um, you know, in in northern Ontario, there's so much crown land uh, and um, many MNRF related issues. So it's always uh, fantastic for me to be able to get into a room with with uh, municipal politicians from that area because there's lots to discuss. Um, and the other reason that I was there was to uh, dig into the forestry file a, a little bit more. Of course, uh, it's the, the epicenter of uh, a lot of the forestry industry that goes on is based at a Thunder Bay. And um, there is a you know pulp mill in Thunder Bay and uh, a very large uh, uh, sawmill as well. So an opportunity to tour that mill with the operator and and uh, understand you know what their production looks like, um, how they use sustainable practices in, in taking the, the, the residual products from the mill and, and putting them to work as well. Um, and really this in a full continuum of the notion of sustainable forestry in Ontario. Um, and then the other part of that was to uh, get up in a helicopter and, and get out over some of the actual operations and cut areas and, and you know, see the, the measures that are taken to, um, you know, protect water courses, uh, understand um, what regeneration looks like in areas that have been planted and, you know, what a 10-year replant looks like or a 20-year replant or more. Um, and then, you know, we set it down right on a logging road and had an opportunity to go in and speak with some of the, the contractors that were in uh, doing work and the, you know, the very sophisticated equipment that they use these days to uh, to do that work. So, um, you know, a, a really important uh, tour for me um, as minister uh, to get up uh, and, and have those experiences and talk to people uh, literally on the ground and, and in the air about, um, you know, the forestry industry in Northwest Ontario and, and what we can do to support it. All right. Hey, are you, um, I guess, sort of blown away by the the scope of you know what your job is and all the things that go on that under the umbrella of the mnrf yeah i, I mean, mean there, there are a lot of different components to it forestry is but one you know there's also the aggregate industry uh you know commercial fishing in ontario is something that not a lot of people think of but you know that that's part of it too um the aquaculture industry is uh something that's part yeah, of it which you is fish farming. with somebody uh yeah. recently about that yeah it's um so it's aquaculture is, is fish farming basically and we've got some operators uh here in perry sound muskoka over in perry sound uh but yesterday i met with a group that you know, kind of intersects with two parts of what i do from a ministry level which is the aggregate industry and fishing and say well how do those two uh, fit uh, aquaculture and how do those two go together 
well, this company is using old pits and as part of the rehabilitation plan for the pits, uh, they're putting aquaculture operations in that are, uh, again, sustainable uh, aquaculture operations that are, are farming fish uh, and, you know, producing a product that Ontarians can consume. Uh, so, you know, really innovative approach uh, to aquaculture. And I think there's a huge opportunity to uh, grow that in Ontario. I uh, was at an event yesterday with uh, Minister Thompson, who's the Minister of uh, Agriculture, uh, Food and Rural Affairs. Um, and, you know, we both agree that um, the industry's, uh, uh, I wouldn't say fledgling, but relatively small in Ontario, but a, a huge opportunity to grow. And if, and if we can use things like um, pits that require a rehabilitation plan already, but this could be part of that, then they can be a, a different kind of productive for Ontario uh, as part of, you know, our, our food supply. So really, really interesting uh, business, uh, very innovative approach to it uh, from, from this company. And, uh, you know, we'll continue to work with them and others to, to uh, have uh, fresh fish here in Ontario. All right. Um I just have one more question. Uh, you had the opportunity to meet uh, some Ukrainian people that had moved from the the war torn country into, I believe, Perry Sound just the other day. Yeah, so they were actually volunteering at that conference that we were talking about earlier, the the Phnom Conference, and uh, it was a real pleasure to meet them. They're just the the sweetest most um, gracious people. And I want to shout out to the Rotary Club in Perry Sound, who's done an amazing job of getting uh, folks from Ukraine here uh, and situated and, and giving them, uh, you know, a real uh, head start um, at, a, at a great experience. And, and, and these people were very, very grateful to be in Canada, grateful to be, you know, in Perry Sound. Uh, I think what, a couple of them uh, were also in other parts of the province as well. And, uh, you know, it, out of the most tragic of situations, um, you know, there's this beautiful story of people coming together, a community coming together um, and making sure that that people are looked after and that they, they have a new home uh, and a new opportunity for themselves uh, and their family. So um, it was very, very heartwarming to, to talk to them. Um, they're certainly you know, full of praise for Canada and Canadians and, and folks from the local area. And, you know, I think everything we can do to um, assist uh, people coming here from a country that is, uh, you know, under the, the highest type of crisis right now, um, being illegally invaded, uh, you know, we, we want to do that. All right. And uh, quickly running out of time, but uh, anything else you want to share before we wrap it up? Just to say, I think it's going to be a, a very busy uh, summer season. We've got about uh, two and a half weeks left of the, the legislature uh, being in action. Uh, and then, you know, I'll, I'll have an opportunity to get around the riding even more. Uh, last year, there was a kind of an election uh, that took up a portion of the summer and then had to get you know, feet on the ground and, and, you know, organized and operating. So I didn't get to the all the places that I wanted to go. But I think this summer is going to be fantastic and an opportunity to see and, and speak with a lot of people about what's important to them and engage how we're doing and you know make sure I'm being the, the best local representative I can be. All right. Well, thanks very much, Graydon, for coming in. We do appreciate it. And uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you maybe next month. Pleasure. Thank you. Well, that's been Graydon Smith, the MPP for Paris, Muskoka, and the Minister of Natural Resources and Forestry.